Hello, everyone. This is The Daily Occupation. My name's Anika. Let's get started. Today, I want to talk about the developmental of hand grasp and the scissor skills for pediatrics. I'm going to be going through the grasps for both large and small items, and then we'll go into scissor skills afterwards. I figured I would keep on the pediatric train so we can have all the pediatric podcasts together. So hopefully it's easier to have your mind on peds and then to just listen to them together and group them together instead of having it kind of more sporadic. All right, let's begin. So development of hand grasp. Now remember that grasp varies depending on the size of the object, okay? And during the second half of the first year, so starting at about six months, it's a very key period for children in developing their hand skills. So at this time, children are going to start using an opposed thumb to pick up those various items and various shapes and sizes. Okay, so I'm going to go in chronological order. We'll start with the crude palmer grasp or the ulnar palmer grasp, which emerges at four months. This is for larger items like a cube or a small ball. This is when the object is held on the ulnar side of the palm and there is no active thumb movement. So remember crude or ulnar palmer grasp is the ulnar side of the palm. Then at five months, the palmer grasp emerges. This is also for large items. This is when the object is in the center of the palm. All the fingers are flexing together to hold the object tightly against the middle of the palm, and the thumb is slightly abducted or abducted. Radial palmer grasp. This emerges at six months. This is also for large items. This is when the object's held on the radial side of the palm. So the thumb is actually going to begin to oppose and actively press the object into the radial side of the palm. So radial palmer, radial side of the palm. Kind of makes sense, right? Then it starts to get a little bit different. So the rake grasp, this is for small items, but this also emerges at six months. This is trying to be able to get smaller objects by using a raking motion of the fingers. And just think of a rake and raking the leaves. Their fingers are extended. So it's literally like you're raking leaves in your yard to try and get the leaves, which would be a small item compared to the size of the rake. So compared to the size of their hands, they're going for small items with their fingers extended. Okay. At seven months, we have the inferior scissors grasp. This is also for small items. This is where tiny objects are brought into the palm with a flexed fingers in a raking motion. So instead of your fingers extended in your raking grasp, or rake grasp in the inferior scissors grasp, you are flexing your fingers to do the raking motion. Okay. Then we have the radial digital grasp. This is at eight months. 
This is for larger items. This is when the object is held between an opposed thumb and the pads of the radial fingers or the second and third digits. Okay. Then we have the scissors grasp. This also emerges at eight months. This is for smaller items. So the smaller objects are held between the thumb and the lateral side of the index finger. So the thumb's kind of slightly curved and adducted into the index finger to hold the small item. Then we have the inferior pincer grasp. This emerges at nine months. It is for small items. And this is for the object that is going to be held between the ventral surface of the thumb and the index finger. So like the pads, um, but it's not the pads necessarily. It's, um, it's, it's on more of the finger than just like the pad of your finger. So it is going to be resting a little bit more, um, more on the finger. There's more surface of the finger touching the object. Um, and so when you see the thumb, this is where you're going to first see the thumb begin to adduct um, and moving from that adduction into that opposition, okay? So this is where we really start seeing that opposition emerge in the thumb. So nine months about, okay? So we have the pincer grasp for pad to pad, and that's at 10 months for small objects. This is where it's between the pads of the opposed thumb and the index finger. So before it was inferior pincer grasp and it's on the ventral surface of the finger and the thumb. And then it starts to get more fine and goes toward more of the pad. Then we have the neat or the fine pincer grasp or the tip to tip. This emerges at 12 months or one year. And this is for small items as well. And this is where the object is held between the tips of the opposed thumb and the index finger. And this grasp is really what's going to help allow for precise prehension of tiny objects. Okay. I know that was very brief, but um, trying to focus on the age and the function of these grasps of trying to be able to get more prehension and precise motor fine motor activity through this development is kind of the overall area that you should focus on in your studying. Next we'll move on to the development of scissor skills. So when children are about two to three years they begin to start showing interest in scissors and realizing um, kind of how scissors work, that you can open and close them, you can snip with them, things like that, okay? So at two to three years, they're going to show interest in the scissors, open and close the scissors, and then they're going to start snipping the scissors. However, this is going to be randomly. They're not going to be able to control the snipping. They're just going to randomly be cutting that paper in those little snips, okay? Then at about two and a half years, they're going to be able to cut across a six-inch line on a piece of paper, but it's not going to be controlled. But a half a year later, at three years, they are going to be able to cut on a six-inch line on a piece of paper in a controlled manner, okay? Three and a half years, they're going to be able to cut out a circle. And four and a half years, they're going to be able to cut out a square and simple figures. Then, once they hit six years and up, they will be able to cut complex shapes. And then once they've mastered all of these, they will then be able to move on to non-paper materials for other like arts and crafts activities. So 
knowing that can be helpful. I know that sometimes there is difficulty in remembering being able to cut out a circle before being able to cut out a square. With a circle, I think that um, the circle has, I'm thinking circle as a zero and zero would become come before four, which is the four sides of a square. Um, and so three and a half comes before four and a half years. Therefore, and circle comes before square because it has technically infinity sides, but circle I'm thinking as zero. Um, and then the square would be four sides. So that's kind of how I thought about it was a circle is zero, which would be before the number four or four sides of a square. Okay. I hope that this helped. It's very brief, like I said, but just something to quick listen to maybe um, just to provide that extra repetition while you're studying. I did provide a PDF on my website of the hand and scissor skill development, and this provides pictures as well. So that can help having a visual to see the differences in the grasp. Um, so please be sure to check out my website. It will be um, found at thedailyoccupation.wixsite.com slash podcast slash resources. Also, feel free to go on Facebook and search The Daily Occupation and like and request to be a member of my Facebook group. I want that to be an area to be able to create awesome conversations and answer any questions. All right, that's it for today. Nice and sweet and short. All right, have a great day, everyone. My name's Anika. This is The Daily Occupation.